Hi. <laughs> Hi. Just How so listeners you? know, that's the fourth time we've tried starting. <laughs> so this thing happens literally every, every fucking week. Multiple times. Multiple times. I, because we, everything is recorded onto my computer mm-hmm. and normally I'll get it started and we'll record and then listen to it just to make sure everything's working okay because we don't want to spend, you know, two hours recording something if it's just going to be fucked up. <laughs> right. Right. So. Which has happened. Inevitably, I'll, I'll get it all ready and I'll have my computer set on mute so that if anything comes along, um, I get an email or something and the ding that happens. This is great because she's like, okay, ready? Okay, I'm going to yeah. clap. I'm going to start. Okay, quiet, quiet, quiet. Hi. And then ding. <laughs> because inevitably I take it off silent so that we can hear it. Or like if we stop in the mm-hmm, middle and take a little mm-hmm, break, mm-hmm. we'll have to listen to it. So I'll turn it back on and figure out where we were and then come back to it. Ding every fucking time. I think you've only heard it once, but it literally happens at least once. All the time. Yeah. So this is our. If I didn't know what a computer notification sound was, I was assume I would assume we were being haunted. Maybe we are. Yeah, maybe that's just the media. It's my memory that's haunting us, or lack thereof. (laughs) How are you? I'm I'm much better than I was last time we did this. Yeah. I am. I'm over the hump. Good. I I've gotten over my my dreadful cold and yeah things things are things are fine. Good. Things are fine. My voice is back. Um, my sinuses aren't impacted. How are you doing? Great. I'm good. Good. I'm good. Happy. I've been doing a lot of research lately for just for upcoming episodes, and Mm. I'm really upcoming. Do you hear that? What did I just? I thought you said your voice was upcoming episode. Well, it is, but it does that. It's like the email notifications on your computer. Occasionally, it just does that. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going through, through another puberty. Apparently, I have several of them in store. I didn't know this was a thing. I think it is. Yeah? I think so. Am I going to start growing hair out of my ears now? Is that what oh, happens? That it's like second puberty. Ugh, I'm getting Ew. old. That's um, why I'm so fascinated in ghost stories, because I'm going to be one soon. Right. We is just want to know where we're headed. <laughs> that's all. So, last week, we did um, the Monroe House. Yes, right. Uh, for, for the, actually, for the episode, although it's the, yeah, the demon house. And um, do you have we, updates on it? N- no. Okay. But we uh, because we were maybe a little scattered last week. <laughs> just I a don't little think it bit. read. I think I think we came off looking just as good right. as we normally do. I think there's a part <laughs> in it there where it's like I feel really scattered. <laughs> but we said um, it. But I don't think I don't think, think our listeners. Off. Well, here's knew. we were. We were. We fucking absolutely were scattered. I fucked up because we had a different opening than I had planned. We had been playing. We have different openings that were, you know, we have lined up and stuff like that. And so I switched them. And the particular opening for that show was actually about the Monroe house. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, her name's Maddie. She sent it in. She was lovely. Great story. And she actually gave me a lot of information and links to go check it out. And I didn't even know it was a thing. Really? I kind of remember some stuff about it. Mm -hmm. But not uh, to the extent that she led me. And it kind of put me in that rabbit hole to really find Uh, find the whole story. And then I felt like shit afterwards. But this is is fine. This is great. Because then we had someone else. We got to read someone else's story who worked hard on theirs. And now we get to revisit the Monroe house. Right. With Maddie's story. With Maddie's really awesome story. Thank you, Maddie, for those links. Thank you for telling me. I'm sorry we didn't read it last week, but I have it here. Let's hear it. Okay. So she says, I guess I've always been a little different than other kids my age. When I was very little, I didn't quite understand death. The concept flew right over my head. 
I was probably four or five when my great-grandmother passed away. A few days after the funeral, my mom entered my room only to see me waving at nothing, grinning, and saying goodbye. When I was asked what I was doing, I told my mother that I was saying bye to grandma. I don't remember this, but my mom has told me this story a million times. I know what that's like. (laughs) Did I ever tell you about the time? You did, Mom. Cool. I'm going to continue telling you about it. Great. Okay. (laughs) Just strap in. (laughs) Strap in. All right. Uh, (laughs) There was another time where I drew a picture of me and a man fishing in a boat. I told my mom it was my Uncle Bob. He died when I was very young, and I didn't know anything about him. It turns out Uncle Bob did a lot of fishing. Perhaps the creepiest part of my childhood was my imaginary friend. I agree immediately without going any further. (laughs) Yes. I mean, imaginary friends are, I don't know. I think they're creepy for adults. Yes. And that's what I am. Kids, because it's really, (laughs) I mean, technically. (laughs) Technically. But I mean, the ability to have an imaginary friend, if they are in fact imaginary, I think is a wonderful magical gift. And it's a shame that we tend to lose it, that we're conditioned out of that tendency as we get older. That creepy ass tendency. Because I mean, it's charming to see a child have tea with an invisible rabbit. Um, it is terrifying to sit on a bus next to a grown ass man who's muttering to himself. That's valid. You have a valid point. (laughs) And okay. Uh, During the day, I would march around the kitchen singing songs with him. But almost every night, I would get into my bed with my parents, crying, begging them to tell him to go away because I didn't like him at night. Oh. This is where my story begins. (gasps) Growing up, I loved Ghost Hunters, and I kept up with as many of the shows about the paranormal as I could. When I was in middle school, my grandmother got me a kit full of different kinds of equipment for detecting the paranormal as a Christmas gift. A man my mother went to school with, we'll call him Mike, has been on a paranormal investigative team for quite some time. He came over to my house and showed me how to work all of my equipment. That was in 2013. For the next four and a half years, I would message Mike frequently, asking if he had found a location that would allow me to investigate. Not many places would, considering my age. I was 11 or 12 when I first started asking to go. Finally, in 2017, Mike found a location that would let me investigate. I was 15 years old. This was at Post Town Elementary School in Middleton, Ohio. During my first investigation, I caught a shadow figure on video in the first half hour. We got many EVPs while we were there. We also encountered mimicking, which is when a spirit recreates a sound or sight. This trait is usually attributed to non-human spirits. I guess that's like shadow people, right? Yeah, um, yes, I non-human. guess. Non-human. It's crazy. It makes me think like, you know, you want young people on your investigative team because right. they're they're closer. being young. They're kind of closer to it, I suppose. Right. You probably and, fuck with them more, they're, too. They're what scientists, would, <laughs> they're what scientists do would refer to as biosensors. Right. Which is great. Because adults, they, I mean, we fucking lose that capacity. Yeah, it's true. As we get older, we're like, I don't see nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the kids are like, oh, it's right fucking it's there. It's right there. Uh, I have a scar from a burn on my leg as well, which happened at the school and was not made by something physical. Oh. During that summer, I began investigating with the team more frequently, with the majority of our investigations being held at the infamous Monroe House in Hartford City, Indiana. There it is. A bit of background on mine. He's been investigating this house for a very long time. Our team actually runs the place now. Mike also has a psychic. When all of this was happening, I didn't know that he had one. He told me once that he believed she was real because she couldn't tell the future, but knew things about people's pasts that she shouldn't know. 
One night, I went to a bonfire with my best friend and her girlfriend at the time. Not quite relevant, but they are now married with a baby on the way. Yay, best friend and girlfriend. (laughs) Someone at, or best friend and wife, someone at the bonfire brought a Ouija board with them, so we decided to play as a group. That's a big fucking no. Mm -hmm. Red flag. Red flag. No Ouija Ouija flag. play, Play the game of life. That's right. Which I think is the opposite of a Ouija board. It's true. That's it's absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> it's more depressing, though. <laughs> You're not wrong there, either. During the next few weeks, I had been visiting the house consistently. I honestly had forgotten about the entire incident with the board. One spirit in particular had been messing with me a lot. A man who we believe was a pedophile when he was alive. We have records of the house, and there was a man who was believed to be abusing his children at one point living in the house. We suspected as him. Uh, Remember? We, 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 yeah. yeah, you covered that. I did. Uh, it had... This spirit had lifted my shirt, pulled my hair, and was very active in general when I was in the house. His nickname is the Kitchen Cook. The Kitchen Cook. Oh, no, the Kitchen Cock. The Kitchen Cock. Oh. That's what it says. That's darker. (laughs) Well. Maddie, I hope you you meant cook, but we're going to say cock because that's what's in the text. And I don't, you know, we say a kitchen. I mean, whoever this was certainly sounded like a cock. Yeah. Um, For sure. One night, I decided to attempt to provoke the spirit. I began to make fun of him, curse him, and call him out for what he did to his children. The house was extremely active that night. When I left the Monroe house this time, however, the activity seemed to follow me home. Doors would open and close, items would fall off tables and counters, and I could hear whispering at night. My mom began... uh, My mom began getting on my case about running and stomping upstairs. I kept insisting it wasn't me, and she didn't believe me until she heard it while home alone. Mike came over to my house to check it out, and he got some Class A EVPs, which are when there are voices that can be heard clear as day. A few days after this, my mom called me into the living room to talk. She asked me if I had done anything I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing. That's a terrible question. (laughs) Have you been doing something you shouldn't be? Probably, probably, but I need you to be more specific than that. Like, I don't... Most definitely, but please... That's a classic, like, fruit up a poison tree. I know. (laughs) That is not a... Defense. It's like, yeah, I'm probably... But you tell me what you're mad at. Right. So I know what I'm going to lie about. Yeah, ask me too why you look fat in that. That's a great... Same question. (laughs) 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 Does this make my ass look big? No. How big does this make... Your ass makes your ass look big. Yeah, but it's more like how... How big does my ass look in this? Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> eh, there's no way to answer that. How many times did you hit her? Not, <laughs> it's, hard to, hard, it's hard to answer those questions. I wasn't counting. <laughs> None? So. <laughs> Where are you called the kitchen cock? <laughs> uh, that's not, I don't know. No, no. Kids, Kids, they're just, they make a shit up. They, they make mean nicknames. Yeah. Um, that asshole. What's that song? Dun, 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 rooster. What's that song? I have no idea. Oh, all right. I'll have to We're going to say it was by Prince? No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> it's a 90s song for sure. Well, that, it's, it could be Prince. All right. Um. Oh, wait. No. You know uh, what I'm talking about? Alice in Chains? Alice in Chains. Ah, okay. Yeah. Thank oh. You. Weirdly prescient name. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, sh- okay. So I gave her a weird look and I told her I didn't think so. Because we know, Maddie, you've been doing a lot of stuff you weren't supposed to. That's the standard answer, too. Like, I don't think I have. I don't know. know. Uh, Then she asked me if I had messed with a Ouija board. 
Again, the only people who knew about this were the people at the bonfire. I never told anyone and neither did they. Why would we? Nothing interesting ever happened. I insisted that I hadn't played with one and that I had no idea what she was talking about. She had messaged me on her phone from Mike asking her if I had. Oh, sorry. She had messages on her phone from Mike asking her if I had. Apparently, he had spoken to a psychic who had met me during a previous investigation. I had no idea she was a psychic, and to be honest, I still don't even know who she is. She told Mike that I definitely messed with a board, and the only other thing she could see about the incident was that uh, lesbians were also involved. My best friend and her girlfriend. No one knew about that night except for the three of us. Ooh. And they have had... A lot of activity. Like, they've captured so much activity in that house. But... Oh, that's fine. Well, and and yeah. she's been investigating since she was 15. 15? I'm, I'm so jealous. I am, I am now in my 40s, and I have not been on a single like legit investigation. Right, it's more just like... I mean, I've been with people in haunted places, and we're like, you know, like, <laughs> hey, is anyone here? But, you know, I've mm-hmm. never, I've never actually... I want to. I want to go on a legit investigation. Yeah. We should. We shouldn't. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. Okay. Okay. It was a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Really good, Maddie. Yeah. Again, gave me the whole Makes idea. me think that there's a market where we can combine Ouija with Monopoly, but instead mm. of like real estate, you're giving up pieces of your soul. I don't know if people would be into that game. I think you'd be surprised. Fair. You're right. No, I wouldn't. At this point, I would not be surprised with anything. <laughs> All right. Well, I found this cool story on Creepypasta. Yes. And it seems to be true. At least it was, it was, it's written as though it were true. And it was in the based on true events uh, section. So let me just get to it on my phone here. And it's called The House in the Shade by someone named uh, Frank Wagers, I assume is how uh, he spells his or pronounces his last name. Okay. And okay. I'm sure it's totally accurate. It might be Wagers. I have no idea. I'm sure he's totally using um, his real name. Frank Wagers. It's a good name. Frank Wagers sounds like a, yeah. like a private eye in, yeah. in some noir fiction from the 60s. These or, events. What? <laughs> or a um, burlesque dancer who does gambling themes. <laughs> anyway, okay, go ahead. Oh, I like that. A male stripper that like it does gambling. Like, stuff. Mm, I like yeah. that. I mean, it's always a gamble going to a strip club. That's anyway, so burlesque, it's different. <laughs> it's very it's true. Different. Um, these events took place when I was five years old in the rural South. You see, back then my family was always moving from town to town because of my stepfather's work. Among the memories I have of this time are some family secrets that we still don't really talk about. What I'm about to relate to you is one such untold secret we would rather forget. Ooh, you know it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's good when the family's like, we don't talk about that. We should that. not, yeah. It's, just, it's the best way to promote an idea, mm-hmm. is to be like, oh, my family doesn't like to talk about that. We don't like to that. talk about that. Like, in other words, it's what we all want to know. The modest white house we had recently moved into was surrounded by two large willow trees that blocked out most of the sun, leaving our backyard shadowed and apart from the rest of the world. My two older sisters and I would often swing from their branches and climb their thick trunks while our mother and stepfather sat on the porch, contentedly watching us play in the late afternoon. We would ride bikes, swim in the inflatable pool, fly kites, and run on the slip and slide. 
slip and slide. Why did I say it like that? Fly slip kites and, and run on the slip and slide. <laughs> That's how you say it in the South. Slip and slide. Yes. Yeah, um, just like you say TV and not TV. Um, you name TV? it. Hmm? TV? TV? TV. You put yeah, the emphasis TV. on the, the on TV. The You're We're going to watch the TV. And you usually say the, the TV. The TV, yeah. yeah. We're going to go watch the TV. Um, so it's just a very Southern thing. Uh, no, no, no. We were very active children and never left a beautiful day unfulfilled. I like that phrase. Across the street were a few other homes, and the sweet old couple directly across from us would often sit on their own porch and wave and smile as they drank lemonade from a large pitcher and sat in, an old, wood, in old wooden rocking chairs. Our mother often waved cheerfully back at them when we were brought outside, and their smiles and sweetness always made the day a little more pleasant. Until, that is, a few months after moving into the old white house, our mother got the three of us together, telling us there was something we needed to talk about as a family. Ooh, that's mm -hmm. not a good sign. It's like being called by your full name. Mm -hmm. um, she told us sternly that we were no longer to wave at the sweet elderly couple across the street. She went so far as to tell us not to even look at them. And if we saw them waving, we were to come inside and tell her immediately. This was an odd request. Nothing about the elderly couple seemed threatening or off in any way. Hell, our mother was the one who was always talking about how sweet they were. So this request baffled us and continued to baffle us for the rest of our stay in this particular home, but we minded and no longer responded to the couple across the street. Soon, they had been easily forgotten as we got on with our lives in other homes in other towns. That is, until I was 16 years old. Having a pleasant dinner out with my sisters and mothers, a rare occurrence, uh, for sure, during this time of our lives, for whatever reason, uh, over our evening meal, the conversation turned to that quiet old white house and the elderly couple across the street. As soon as the subject had been brought up, my mother's joyful face darkened. Her eyes fell to her lap, and it took her a moment before actually addressing us. She told us that she had been afraid to talk about the subject all these years, especially while we were still living in the home, afraid of needlessly making us afraid of staying in the quiet house in the shade of the willow trees. At that time, our stepfather had been working at the local Pepsi company, a well-paying job that allowed my mother to stay at home with the three of us while making a modest living for the family. Apparently, one of his co-workers had actually lived in the house beside the willow home for uh, nearly six years and had only moved out the year before. My stepfather and the man were talking about the neighborhood around the house, uh, when at some point my stepfather mentioned that the, the sweet elderly couple across the street that liked to sit on their porch in the evening and watch us kids laugh and play. The man looked genuinely puzzled. He said that uh, my stepfather must be joking, just pulling his leg. My stepfather replied, just as perplexed. With a sober face, the co-worker told my stepfather that there was no elderly couple living across the street. Sure, there had once been such occupants in the small home, but... They had both died horribly nearly three years before from carbon monoxide poisoning. The couple's stove had leaked gas for days before they finally succumbed to the poisoning, and it took longer than that for anyone to find them. The man knew, because he was the one who crossed the street to check on them, only to discover the ghastly scene. He recommended we leave the house in the shade. Ooh. Dun dun dun! But they were a nice. I know. Couple. I was like, it's cre it's definitely spooky and all of that. But <clears throat> why leave? Why not wave to them? I guess as a mom, you're like, there's dead people across the street waving at my kids. I'd I'd rather not. It's kind of prejudiced. It is. If That's you not ask really me. like all these 
I don't like it. They probably didn't eat because, you know, they say ghastly because what he found was ghastly. But likely for them, they just died in their sleep. Well, it wasn't like they were murderers. Right. Or, or like, you know, the probably. couple killed each other. Well, as far as we know. But, yeah. But it was like, it's But usually... I guess you got little kids. You don't want them to like whatever yeah. that is. Because there still is, there, there still is a very prominent belief among some people of certain faiths that the spirits of the deceased, if you see them, are not actually of the right, deceased. They're true. evil spirits taking on the form of that person in order to lure you in. Right. So I don't, you know, I can't blame the mother if she felt if that she way. To like, that. She felt there was something she needed to protect her kids from. She wasn't like, oh, we don't talk to dead people. They're driving down property values. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not like that. And then right. she was just like, I don't know what that is and it shouldn't be. So I'd rather my children uh, not involve themselves with it thank you very much yeah. we're gonna move but yeah i could see that i could see that. my mother would be that way my mother does right. not like to i remember this is a true story when my mother and i i guess i was however old i was when the movie three men and a baby came out on video oh yeah do you remember whole, that whole story because there was the there was the this whole story about this the, yes, yeah the there was this whole the story about this movie which was otherwise completely unremarkable but the story was that they had used uh, a house that some woman had lived in as the set for like one of the characters apartments mm -hmm. and that the, a, a little boy who lived in this uh, apartment or house or whatever it was had right. fallen to his death from a window and that the mother uh, who had gone to see the movie uh, at some point after obviously after it was released saw her the ghost of her own son in the window in the background of one scene and of course then you know, the home video was relatively new at the time. Yeah. So, of course, everyone had to run out and, and, buy, and, it. and buy it or rent it from mm -hmm. some mom and pop video store, probably, because this was the, this was even before the days of Blockbuster, if I remember correctly. And my mom had been told this by someone she worked with, and she was like, we got to check this out. And <laughs> and I was like, really? I didn't think my mom was all that into ghosts. My mother was actually very disturbed by the idea of ghosts. She didn't like the idea. She right. really didn't. She saw the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze, and it bothered her. She just didn't... She, my mother is not comfortable really? with it. She believes in them, but she does not like to think about them. Right. She's like, I just don't like to think about people sticking around when they should be moving on. That seems awful to me, and it really bothers her. Well, so we, as much time as she spent in graveyards, too, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, I guess that's, but that's her thing. I mean, but we had a family member tragically die. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think it really bothered her to think that that family member may be sticking around rather than not, being yeah. at peace. So the, the idea of ghosts really bothered my mother. And, but, but she's also very fascinated by them. So she had to, you know, we had to go rent this copy of, of, um, three men and a baby mm -hmm. and we saw it and my mother my mother and i both reacted because there was a moment where you can see something in the window in the background oh, like yeah. fucking shit it's it's now it. with with better technology it's now very obvious that it's just like a cardboard cutout of ted dancing that's Danson, yeah. <laughs> but it sure as fuck look I like it a little did. boy in the in the window it on does, home video there's also the thing too with um Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, where there's yeah, they... uh, and the, the the whole thing with that one is you could see someone hanged themselves. One of the, one of the actors playing the, the munchkins. Yeah, hanged themselves and the, during filming, and they didn't know it till later. So you mm -hmm. could see them swinging. Yeah, in the rafters in one scene, and it's really just I think it's a, a big, crane. It's a crane wing. or a heron or something yeah. that's just flapping its, it's wings in wing. the background of the set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you're not looking for that, it can look like it. It's the same mm -hmm. thing. If you're not it looking for creepy. Ted Danson, you can see a little boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that, you, you, I bet you can find those those on YouTube. Too. Oh, those yeah. Were, I Absolutely. Mean, yeah. When we were younger, though, that was... That was, that that was, was evidence. It was evidence. That was our evidence. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. But, 
Okay, so but I just, I, I'm sorry, I brought that up no, because no. my mother, when she want, when we saw that, we didn't finish the movie. She put it away, and she was like, "We're taking that back to the store. We're not watching that again." There's a demon in there. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. "You brought it home." <laughs> She's it's like, "I did," fault. and I wanted to see it because I didn't believe it, but now I believe it, and uh, it's going away. My mom is so the opposite. If because you know, of course, <laughs> it's a creepy pasta with the living across the street. But if that had happened to us, my mom would have been like, "Let's go now." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I would do. I'd be like, let's go explore it. But like, my mother would be like, no, happening. we're moving. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. So, okay, we have another story. Yes. Um, and this is a story from Ashley. And Ashley sent us this story a little while ago, and it's been on our list. Um, but uh, she reached out to me and sent some pictures Ooh. that I will put on the Instagram. Oh, this Ashley, yes. This Ashley, yes. I just you met, met her. Ashley yeah. a couple weekends ago. Yeah, she says hi. She's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, Very she's sweet. been great. And she has a story. Oh, and she good. Story. She took my advice. She submitted. And I asked some questions, and so she filled oh, in some, nice. some stuff. So, okay. It starts... Hello, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I like that. See, um, she's good people. And good she people. Is, she gets it. And I've been meaning to send in this personal experience for quite a while. Hope you enjoy it. We moved to our haunted house three years ago. We were looking for a farm to keep our horses and found what we thought would be the perfect location. There were large pastures and a beautiful 30-stall barn with both indoor and outdoor riding areas. Wow, that's That's cool. It was also surrounded by a woods. The house, however, was really run down and needed a total renovation. The weird occurrences started happening about two weeks after we moved in, such as objects moving or disappearing completely. We've actually had a fully packaged rotisserie chicken disappear right off our kitchen table. Never to be found again. <laughs> wow. Uh, but I, and uh, I'll stop here. Uh, she does have two dogs, at least two dogs. But uh, Michael and I were talking about this. There's, you can't, they, there's, they, to dogs eat the plastic, they're not they big enough the whole, to eat. They don't eat the thing yeah. whole. Like, no, there would be I don't care tr- what something kind of dog left. is. You, you would a, have caught the new, dog If you had a Newfoundland, it. they would still yeah. <laughs> leave traces. Leave the plastic or something. Yeah. Like but, uh, okay, so. Or you'd find it later. Yeah, there would be evidence, is what we're saying. There would be evidence. There would be evidence. But I had an experience that has been burned into my memory. Not too long after we moved in, I was outside with my three dogs. She has three dogs. (laughs) It was around dusk. I saw, standing at the edge of the wood, a humanoid figure. It had no facial features, but seemed to be looking at me. I screamed, but by the time my mom came outside, it had retreated into the shadows of the woods and I could no longer see it. The dogs must have been unable, I'm sorry, the dogs must have been able to see it too because they were barking like crazy and ran into the house as my mom was running out. Our house is set way back from the road with woods surrounding it on three sides. We have had multiple mediums and even an ordained minister come to bless and exercise our home and farm, but nothing seems to help. We Hmm. have been scratched shoved and our dogs have gotten strange marks on them that look like burns our horses have also sustained strange injuries and deep lacerations that have required stitches with no sources that we can find and no blood either unfortunately it's really weird um unfortunately i don't think this will ever go away the mediums told us that it is a very negative energy that is tied with the land and won't leave the land is stained by blood rituals, and it is cursed. I fear that if we stay here, something very bad is going to happen. So, uh, I hope that's not true. I mean, yeah, I, hope I do that, too. I, I hope, hope it's just going to be 
a kind of pain in the ass presence. I hope it doesn't yeah. like escalate to something dangerous right. for them. Well, it's been dangerous for the horses. So in yeah, the, pictures, the pictures, yeah, yeah. So and I'll post these on Instagram. Oof. She gave me permission uh, to post these on the Instagram. But um, her mother has these weird long scratches on her arm, and like one of them looks like yeah. a rash. Yeah. Um, there is. She has a picture of how big the barn is and the house, and um. And there are pictures of the horse and one of the horses, the horses, and one of the horses has a gash Mm -hmm. on its forehead above one of its eyes. Yeah. And the other one, it looks like it's a haunch, but it is split open. Yeah. And it's pretty intense. So warning now, if you go to that Instagram, I'll have a warning on it too. It's pretty intense. Um, But it took stitches. And like she said, there wasn't blood. They couldn't find where it happened. There was no blood around it. Very, very strange. That's so bizarre. And, and it makes you wonder, is there this humanoid creature? And then on top of that, something else in the house that's scratching, you know, because it seems mm, like there's mm. a couple of different things going on. Also, uh, one of her dogs, it's a cute little white fluffy dog. More than fluffers. <laughs> little fluffers. Yeah. He will not go into certain areas of the house, like the back hallway near the basement. And now he will never go into our spare room or game room. She actually sent me a video that Mm -hmm. I can't put, but it is, uh, the dog is very clearly wants to go in to be with her mother and and wants to, but just can't, just can't do it. There's something stopping it. And it it. seems like the dog, like where it can't go changes. Yeah. So like it's, so it's, it's not like just the room itself. It's like something is in there and then maybe later it's not in there and the dog is fine, but it's like, it's, mm, it's weird. Yeah. It's it's very strange. It's really, really weird. Yeah. When dogs start acting up. That's when you know. And Ashley, just so you know, like according to, to experts, like the, the animals reacting to stuff that, that humans can't see is sometimes phase two of, uh, of a five phase process uh, where there's activity involved. So yeah, the next stage is, is when shit starts visibly happening. Like right. you'll see stuff move around. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I hope not. It's, I hope it not. Have, it's been three um, years. It's been, been there it's three been, years. It's been three years. Yeah. But, and the but, dog has been like this, you know, it, it was only a few months ago that he has not gone into the spare room. Mm. So, you know, but they, okay. So we've had our, she sent me these messages too. We've had our house and barn, um, have the right of exorcism done by or, ordained minister twice. It helped for only a little while, but always came back. A man also died of a heart attack in the barn. The owner died two weeks after we moved in of a septic bladder infection. Oh. One of the mediums that walked through the house said that the land was cursed and not just the land attached to the house, um, but the land around it, right? Mm. We live not far from Holy Hill. You can Google the goat man of Holy Hill and there's many sightings of things in the woods surrounding our property. Holy Hill. That's a... Yeah. Um, She also has a picture... Of the one of the roads to it. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the country. It's a dirt road, and mm-hmm. it has trees mm-hmm. overhanging. And a po- supposedly, there is um, a woman who used to live in the house hanged herself um, mm. on that road. Oh, so it's just. It seems like there's just a lot. There's a lot of, of bad energy. Of energy, potential activity, energy. Yeah. So. I wonder where it comes from. I'd love for someone to do some research on the land just to see if there's any history. What the history is of the land. How far it goes back. Yeah. Of, of shit happening because right. with places like this if you look into it you can find stuff going way mm-hmm. back sometimes so centuries true. yeah that's absolutely uh, wow that's that's fascinating yeah. and terrifying and uh her last thing that she sent i've actually had quite a terrifying experience last year actually 
It was summer and it was around midnight when it happened. I was about to fall asleep when I heard a tapping and scratching right outside my door. I was fucking terrified. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whenever I shut the light off, the scratching and popping noises started up again. I finally managed to wake up my mom after a while. I was in complete panic attack mode. She mentioned something to my dad about something happening. I didn't ask about it till morning. That's when she told me what had happened. We have about three switches in the bathroom. One for the vanity light, one for the main light, and one for the exhaust fan. Apparently, those, the bathroom lights and switches turned on, one at a time, on their own. Uh, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Creepy. Creepy. Y'all gotta move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I... Uh, that's yeah. not my that's my professional advice <laughs> yeah, uh, is to get the fuck to, out of there to go, yeah it's to go. Oh, it's, whoo, damn yeah. but part of me like stay there and like start keeping like a journal of all these experiences oh yeah definitely journal it that's yeah, a great journal idea. it take as many pictures as you can mm-hmm. Ooh, man i want to i'm 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 really intrigued i want to i want to do research on the land and see like what's the story i know because there's hot spots like that around around the country, around the world, actually. Yeah. Like land that just seems to be a conduit for all kinds of weird shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. For who knows why. Oh. Yeah. So, there Ooh. it is. That was yeah. good. Yeah, Thank you, good. Ashley. Thank Stay you, safe. Thank you, everybody who sent in your stories. Keep sending them. Yes, yes. Um, thank you for listening. This yes. is our Ghosticles episode four. <laughs> You're getting it. You're liking it now. Um, You're laughing. Uh, You're not groaning. You're laughing. Because I've had a drink. Everybody loves that. (laughs) They do. They Mm -hmm. do. And who am I? Who Mm -hmm. am I to disagree? That's right. So, uh, give us reviews. Give us ratings. Please. All of that stuff is helpful. Um, Go to our website and Mm -hmm. submit your stories there. Mm -hmm. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Be on the lookout for Monday, the next episode coming out. Yeah, next episode will be Monday. That'll be a good one. Yeah. The next few episodes are going to be particularly fun. Yeah, they're going to be good. I mean, they're all fun. They're all fun, but I'm just like, the more... The more I get into the groove of research, mm-hmm. like, you know, the more the more episodes we do, the more I get into that groove, and the more I uncover, and the more I'm like, this is a great story. Yeah. Like I get, I, I, I just fucking love doing these. Yeah, I really, it's so really fun. do. It's so fun. So, so thank you guys again, and remember, it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on. Hi. Hi. Oh shit! Are you kidding me? <laughs>